This is Alvin Sanders, Pop Tate, and you're listening to Riverdish. Vixens, it's Ryan. And Sam. Guys, we have a jam-packed episode for you. Yeah, we have a monster of an episode for you today. First of all, we have our Riverdale episode, which alone was The best episode ever. So, 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 so good. I finished watching it and then immediately started watching it again. It was my favorite episode to date, all three seasons. I might agree with you. It was just so amazing. Yeah, it was great. Uh, and we also, though, have Sabrina to talk about. Yeah, we both binged Sabrina, and we have a lot to get into. We have two amazing guests, and we have a lot to give you today. Yeah, we have Andrew Keenan-Bolger. You, you guys, it's like, excuse me. Excuse me, he's a big deal. Broadway star. Yes. And we have our friend Alana, who's also a witch. And she's obsessed with Sabrina. So obsessed she's with Sabrina, like, so get ready. Give us all our details. But first, let's talk about the reason we're here, Riverdale. Oh my god. Uh, the Midnight Club. Sam, have you watched The Midnight Club? The Breakfast Club? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, I have. I actually went through a big John Hughes movie phase. So I watched all those movies like Breakfast at Tiffany's, um, The Breakfast Club. Was Breakfast at oh, Tiffany's you know, John I, Hughes? No. I'm just, I, I don't, I'm just thinking about breakfast. <laughs> yeah, you're like... <laughs> what are the breakfast 16 movies 16 Candles. 16 Candles. That's what I was yeah, thinking yeah, of. Yeah. Why did I think about Breakfast at Tiffany's? <laughs> I literally a different era. Um, but... As we know, this episode was an homage um, to The Breakfast Club and all these movies of the 90s, iconic movies that define the culture that Riverdale is loosely based off of. Yeah, and we flashed back to when our Riverdale parents were teenagers in Riverdale High. So we had all of the current kids playing their parents, which was super fun. Who did you think did like the best imitation? I think Lily Reinhardt killed it. She did great. I mean, the hair helps. The hair and the outfit helps. She did have the best look out of anyone. Totally. So props to the costume department. Yeah. But I also think um, Cheryl, Cheryl as Penelope, was fantastic. She was fantastic. It, Penelope was a harder character to get because they made her out to be a, like a nerdy, a nerdy high schooler, Cheryl, which she totally isn't. Right. As an adult, you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I loved watching Cole uh, BFP. Oh, he was I thought great. Cole really got like some intricate like details yeah like, you know how he would rub his eyes occasionally how they had his hair um styled oh you're absolutely right he really killed it he was yeah. great and it was awesome just seeing these characters really like get the backstory of these parents now that we know and love um as their parent self but now seeing them and what they were like in high school and why a lot of the characters are the way they are like for instance i thought that the depiction of fp him in high school with his dad, like, it makes so much more sense now, like, why he is the father that he is to Jughead. Yeah. Because his dad is an alcoholic, and all. it's really interesting. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it just goes to show you how deeply rooted all of these family conflicts are within town. Uh, you hear the Blossom and Cooper rivalry, and you already see that in these characters, how that's carried generation to generation. Uh, yeah. that's why we have to break the cycle. But we can't break the cycle, because all these kids are too busy playing, uh, Griffins and Gargoyles. Oh my god. I cannot, I will never be able to say that game correctly. Griffins and, <laughs> Griffins and gargoyles. gargoyles. I know. I always want to say something else. I know. Oh, and we found someone um, that plays Dungeons and Dragons, and that's coming up for you in a later episode. Yeah, we were going to have him this week, but it's, it's too jam-packed. It's too we much. too much to get to. I know, you guys have lives, so we have to like keep this compact. Yeah. You're welcome. 
Uh, so I should also mention that we were introduced to a new drug in this episode. <gasps> yes, we Hiram were. Lodge it was in town. Well, he lives Played there. by sexy Mark Consuelos' sexy son. Michael. Michael Consuelos. He was great. He was he so didn't good. didn't too much to do. I want more. Yeah. I want some more. But he was adorable. And he was Hiram. And I loved it. Yeah. And he was on Live with Kelly and Ryan this week. And really cute pink pink suit and oh. it was so cute seeing him with his mom I just want to like I want that family to adopt me uh, honestly same or come on the podcast yeah I think I told this story on pod maybe but I was singing at this NYU welcome week event and it was when Michael was entering NYU so he and Kelly were there together and I sort of like welcomed them in a way that's huge yeah just through song <laughs> uh but Hiram was there and he introduced a new drug uh, called Fizzle Rocks. So in honor of that, we're sitting in front of Pop Rocks, uh, which I think we should try, Sam. I think so, too. Sam, when's the last time you've had a Pop Rock? I had a Pop and Rock on Birthright in Israel, but it was like Pop Rocks in a chocolate candy, and it was a wild sensation. Oh, have you ever had them just alone? No, never. Okay. Are you so, ready for this? Yeah. So Sam is doing the watermelon. Watermelon Pop Rocks. And I'm doing the tropical punch. It's packaged saying, taste the explosion. <laughs> I said, oh, honey. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, it's really oh. weird. Oh. oh, I don't like it. Oh, I don't like it. Oh, my God. It. I hope you're not driving. <laughs> oh. Um. oh, oh, my God. So if that's how Fizzle Rocks go down... <laughs> mine's still going. Oh, mine's still... I chewed mine. Oh. I wanted it to end. <laughs> uh, oh, wow. Yeah, I forgot Oh, no, mine's still this. going in the back. Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> okay, so we just did this were washing it down with Coca-Cola, right? Yeah. I just want to talk about, like, when they play out drug scenes on Riverdale. This one was pretty iconic because everything just gets, like, tinted into like neon colors and like you see people like roller skating down the hallways and you see everyone's making out like orgy moves to start coming in (laughs) and you just see people acting like goons which i guess is pretty on track yeah not that i advocate for drug use but i could imagine if i was like if fizzle rocks are truly like the sensation that they give someone like it would be kind of fun to go through your high school in that condition oh i completely agree yeah oh my god and the capes and costumes. Ugh. So th- that's where things start to get weird, right? So we f- flash back to a girl in the 90s. Mm-hmm. First of all, the time frame's a little funky. It's a little wonky. We are both children of the 90s. Yes. Is that what you say when you're born in the 90s, though? Or is I think that so. like when you're like. I just go by millennial nowadays. Yeah, so we were born in 92. Well, now you know our age. Uh, <laughs> So we, I kind of missed, like, the 90s nostalgia part of it. Yeah. Like, you same. get a sense. But, like, um, who we had a Sierra writing End Apartheid yeah. on the mirror, which I loved. But I think that ended, like, in the 80s. Yeah, and some of the songs were definitely 80s hits. Yeah. And, like, some of the looks, like, Betty's look was pretty, like, punk Madonna, you know, inspired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it got a little wonky, but you know what? We were here for it. Yeah. Essentially, they all end up in detention yes. because uh, Fred Andrews and FP were streaking. Like, Don't that's you how love? They got there. Just I love that an excuse to streak. And I love that young Reggie is still shirtless. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, also, don't you love how young Fred Andrews is exactly like Archie? 
Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Exactly like him. Even with the daddy issues. And, and a band. Taking care of his dad. Yeah. Yeah, the Fred heads. That kind of confused <laughs> me too, right? I think it was like, like the Grateful Dead. It's like the dead heads, the oh, Fred heads. No, I get the name. <laughs> but the fact that they all met in detention, right? And they said like they weren't close beforehand, but then two days later they were like, oh, by the way, we're all in this band together that's going to play before this Well, it was game. a four-week detention sentence. Yeah, I guess maybe they formed their bands then. I think so. I think yeah, it, yeah it's it very was... school of rock. Very school you're of rock. You're in the band. No, you're not hardcore. I got broken up with at school of rock. <laughs> that tracks. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, also back to the episode, there were a lot of great classic um, Riverdale lines, like Forbes was Fibes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they also had um, obviously Fizzle Rocks, like Pop Rocks, uh-huh. and. Veronica, as young Hermione, said, Oh, my game lad. Like a game boy. Oh, oh, I missed that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, also a little red herring that I noticed. In the detention room in the desk, there was a red circle comic in there. Oh, that's fun. And, oh, there was more that I noticed, too. In the detention room, there was a sign for a sports game that was like Riverdale High versus like the, the mascot of Riverdale versus the Bulldogs, which is Baxter High, Sabrina's. Oh, team. okay. It's a yeah. nice little, you know, if you look closely. Yeah, and that wasn't the only thing in the desk. No. Oh, no, my friends. <laughs> there was a guide and a full game of griffins and gargoyles. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, again, confuses us as a, as a game. Es- especially, like, and we'll ask our Dungeons and Dragons ep- uh, expert about this. Yeah. But does that game ever turn into real life, or is that just, like, for TV? No, I think that there's an aspect of that game where people LARP, live-action role-play. Where it became like a big thing, um, where people do that. Oh, we've never done that because no. we're normal. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, nothing against role playing. No, nothing. <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah. Um, no, but I think that there is like kind of thing like that. It turns into like cosplay and like LARPing, and there's a, something that can happen. But this felt more Jumanji than it did like something that could actually happen. For sure. And I guess, one, but you know, once you start role playing and then get drugs involved, yeah, who knows what'll happen. But the interesting thing about this episode is obviously young Alice is pregnant with Chick, yeah, and she doesn't take the drug. Well, Charles, Charles, yeah. but she doesn't take the drug, and she no. still sees the Gargoyle King. Right. So Sam was telling me earlier she she has she's been waiting for now to tell me. Yes. Can you tell me what your theory is on the Gargoyle King now? Okay. So I have a theory about. The Gargoyle King, mm-hmm. as Ryan just said. So, Cheryl Blossom as Penelope, that was a crazy, crazy tea to be spilled about the Blossom family. Oh, yeah. So, we find out that her Penelope Blossom's um, maiden name is Blossom because she was actually adopted into that family, as was Clifford Blossom. Was. They adopted both of the children. They're picking out redheads. To raise as siblings. No, but I think Clifford was already... Clifford was in the family. Oh. They just she... adopted oh. Penelope. Oh. So, I Ryan... Think... I think... I, it was a little murky. A little murky. I don't know. I really... I'm not sure. But I... The way I, I... I totally get where you could see that. Maybe we'll learn in the future. Yeah. I think... I thought that Clifford was in the family and they adopted uh, Penelope... As a redhead. Maybe. I don't... If you guys know, tweet at us, let us know your thoughts, but I wasn't sure. Yeah. Either way, it's still creepy. Oh, absolutely. Because Penelope's race is Clifford's sister, and then groomed to wed him. each other? I get that it's all to keep the family business and the Blossom Empire, like, within the realms of the family. It's very Game of Thrones. And redheads alive. Redheads alive. (laughs) Keep the gingers alive. Yeah. But... 
Cheryl, as Penelope, sorry, I keep calling her Cheryl, but Penelope we were referring to, she says how creepy the family is and how she's scared of them. So that was a kind of a, what's it called? Not a red herring, but a... A clue? I think it was a... (laughs) (laughs) Couldn't find the word for clue. But I think that is a clue because we know this family's evil. I know that they were the center of the mystery in season one. But what other explanation is there for Claudius Blossom to be back in the fold other than to keep this family business in check? Also... The game. Cheryl was the ga- Penelope was the game master, and she's kind of like, you know, somebody got this into her mind to start doing the live action role playing of it, and then it leads her back to Clifford. Right. We know they are married. We know she stays in Thornhill forever, and we know that now Clifford's dead, but Claudius is back. Why right. isn't it convenient that the Gargoyle King is back the same time that Claudius is back? Yeah, that's a good point. That's my theory. And what about Nana Rose? She's behind it all. I don't know. We'll see. She could be. Who she knows? really is. I want like. I wonder if she had red hair before it turns Snow White with with a, with a red streak. Can you imagine Nana Rose as a ginger? I could. I could too. Yeah. I could too. Um, Wait a minute. Does that mean that Nana Rose was the one that like adopted Penelope? From the yes. Season? <gasps> yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. What? That is tea. Yeah. Interesting. I also thought it was interesting that um, you know they're all misfits, and Alice says that playing the game allows them to escape everything they don't like about their lives. That's like right. why we like started doing theater. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I mean, I think everyone finds an escape some way, you know? And and I don't know I don't know about misfits necessarily. Yeah. Like, you know, FP is trying to fit in like as a football player and like a cool guy and then yeah. it comes out of course that he's living in the trailer park. Yeah. Going back to what you were talking about with Penelope. Yeah. The thing that kind of confused me a little bit was how she first sets up the live action role play, right? She yeah. goes like I hid things around the school. At what point does she stop doing that, right? Yeah. Like when does the like when they get sent those envelopes with the red stamps? Yeah. Who's doing that? Right. And then when they say that somebody set up the room. Exactly. With all this stuff. Like, who's orchestrating that? Yeah. And I guess we don't know. No. They're all invited to the Ascension Party, which is essentially the plot of Cats, <laughs> when you really think about it, <laughs> is the first thing that came to my mind. Wait, and kind of, in a way, the people dying for this game are going to the heavy side lair. Right. This is Cats. Yeah. This is Cats the musical. Yeah. Hopefully they do it for their school musical this year. I would year. die a million deaths. Yeah. But yeah, that's very interesting. And I don't know like when it turns. It feels kind of a cop-out if it is, you know, Dilton Doily's father or um, Reggie's father, because we don't know anything about them. I know. And I don't think it would be any of the main cast characters. Hiram's too obvious also. Yeah. So I really don't know. Yeah. We do know that Fred's father passes away the night of the game. Yeah. Which I don't know if that means anything beyond him passing away. But as of right now, anything could be a clue. Yeah. It's also weird to think about how, like, Fred wouldn't have had a cell phone there. You know, like, how does he, like, pass away? And then he feels guilty, much like Archie would. But I guess early 90s, cell phones just came out. Did, I don't think oh, they Oh, no, they didn't, because they no. came out when I had vocal notes, yeah, yeah. and that's, like, that's when I got one. Early. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't speak for two weeks, so I had, like, a whiteboard, and then my dad's like, here's a cell phone. I'm like, oh, my God, cool. <laughs> um, also, the makeout between Fred and Alice. Oh, yeah. It kind of reminded me of when Archie and Betty kissed in the car. Oh, yes. And then older Alice said something to Betty that kind of hit home for me, where she's like, we were lonely, we were young, attractive, in the same room. That's how I feel about like the first like 45 hookups of my life. Oh, same for me today. 
<laughs> they're in the room. I'm like, not going to say no. But they really hit the mark of like high school, you know, in a way that Riverdale, the current Riverdale doesn't. Like this felt such like classic high school Americana. Well, very like those John Hughes movies, right? Where yeah. you... Like the heavy handed dialogue and like, exactly. I loved it. I really oh, loved it. It was so much fun. Uh, of course, probably the biggest plot point in it was Principal Featherby dying. Yeah. Uh, also, Principal Featherby was played by one of the leads of the Breakfast yeah, Club. Yeah, Anthony Michael Hall from yes. the Breakfast Club. Yes. So that was a, another fun little Easter egg for everyone in there. But he dies. <laughs> yeah. He also dies in the same closet that Jughead was living in like the first like season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just creepy. Um, yeah, I wonder if Jughead like felt the spirits in there. I know, I know. But he dies, and it's creepy because everybody left. Alice was the only one not high on the Fizzle Rocks, and everybody left the school because of Fred Sr.'s passing. So we don't know who or what killed Principal Featherby, but we know he died through the game because he drank the cups. Yeah, and we know every parent now is bonded with the secret that they've kept for generations. Yeah. Everyone except for people who it kind of makes sense, like, wouldn't be bonded. You know, Molly, uh, Molly Andrews? Yeah. Uh, like... How? Yeah. How Cooper. Oh, that was funny at the end when she's, like, pregnant and just, like, lashes onto Hal. Yep. Like, it kind of makes me feel better about Hal being a serial killer. Me too. I'm like... You know, oh my god, I also loved you, um, what's her name, Sierra, and Tom's goodbye, and oh, he's yeah. going off to the army, and she's like, maybe in another life, like... It felt and, very, um, all shook up. It's oh now or never. It was so Nikki and James and, uh, yes. the kid. But it's nice, like, seeing that, knowing that now, like, they are together. We're rooting for you. <laughs> <laughs> We're all rooting for you. Tiffany. Uh, of course, Betty learns this information. She goes down to the bunker and discovers Jughead there. Pretty into the game. He's full throttle into it. Yeah. So that's sort of where we're launching forward. Yeah. So a super, super fun episode. Uh, we know we kind of breeze through it, but it's because we have so much that we want to get to. Any last thoughts? On... Yeah, I thought this was a brilliant episode, as I stated before. And I love that a show like this can do that. And it feels still in the world, still like very right for the series. I'd love to see more young Hiram. And I'm curious now where we're going to go. I need Archie to break out of this prison so we can get out of that and get more into the game and solving the case. Yeah. Yeah. Well, without further ado, I think let's get to Andrew Keenan Bolger. Yes! Oh, you guys are in for such a treat. Uh, Well, you have to apologize in advance. For some reason, the audio was giving us uh, some trouble. Uh, So we figured it out to the best of our ability, but we apologize in advance if you hear a little, like, creaking in there. Uh, It's not Andrew. It's us. And without further ado, Andrew Keenan Bolger. He's an unbelievable actor, a Broadway favorite, an author, an amazing person. Andrew Keenan Bolger! What's up? How's it going? Oh my god, we're so happy to have you here today. I'm thrilled to be here. Oh my god, tell us a little about yourself. Oh man, well, Taurus, born (laughs) in Detroit, Michigan. Um, I've been living in New York since the 90s. I was here back when it was cool, when this was a very scary neighborhood. We're in the Lower East Side right now. Um, Oh, sorry, if I just gave away your address. Oh, no. (laughs) It's crazy the amount of fans that wait outside. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Add it to the Riverdale star map. This neighborhood is still kind of alarming because sometimes it's, like, super cool and there's gallery openings and there's, like, really, there's always hot people. Yeah. But then, like, you, like, go around the corner and it's, like, meth addicts and, like, needles on the floor and I'm like... I love it. Hi, love. Uh, Keeping it real. So good. I was walking by the Tenement Museum to get here today, 
And then, like, but then you pass, like, 50 pop-up shops. And you're like, can you imagine, like, flashing back to the day and being like, one day this is going to be, like, a Adidas pop-up. Yeah. Yeah, like. I feel right at home here. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, What's your history with, like, Riverdale, the Sabrina characters, Comic books in general. Sure. I am such a newbie in the comic world. My husband, Scott Bixby, is, like, the hugest nerd and is always really sweet and will fully buy me comics that he thinks I'll be into. And I'm like, oh, I forgot to read it. Yeah, so my favorite comic books are like Fun Home and like Mouse and Persepolis. So yeah, I'm like kind of, you will get a very fresh eyes on the, um, on the Sabrina uh, recap because I really don't know much about it other than like seeing the a Disney version with Melissa Joan Hart. That's okay. Yeah. If it makes you feel any better, when we started this podcast, Ryan texted me after recording the first episode and said, oh, Riverdale is based on a comic? So, well, okay, I did know that. Episode. Episode. <laughs> first, <laughs> no, no, the it was the first episode. Check the receipts. Was... Check the receipts. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it is there. Okay, Andy Cohen. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that brings us to Sabrina. Oh. So this is the newest thing. It just came out on Netflix right before Halloween. Um, at first, it was going to be on the CW along with Riverdale, but something happened that we're not privy to, and it ended up on Netflix, which so good, I appreciate. I feel like. Yeah, we had to binge it. Super binge worthy. Super binge worthy. Yeah, for this assignment to come on this podcast, <laughs> you told me to watch the first episode, yes. which I'm like, yes. okay, homework. I gotta watch this first episode, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then cut to I fully watched three hours straight of it that same night. So. You're doing great, Netflix. <laughs> so as a person who's watched the Melissa John Hart series, yes. and now this new one with Kieran and Jessica, what do you think? What's your immediate reaction? I mean, it, it could not be more different. Yeah. It's obviously not a multicam. Um, it's not really a comedy. Um, yeah, there's no laugh track. I feel like there's a laugh track in Sabrina. Am I there's wrong? There's definitely a laugh track. For sure. Oh, yeah, that yeah. cat talks, and you're like, ah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. There's not any robot cats. No. Um, or maybe there is. Who knows? Um, but I'm really into it. It, it kind of took me by surprise. I thought it was going to be a little campier. I thought it was going to be, like, a little just funnier in yeah. general. And it's, yeah. like, pretty dark. They're, like, leaning into the Satanism in a way that I'm here for. Yeah. yeah. It's incredible. Satan. Dead. Yeah. <laughs> I am obsessed with the teacher. Uh, Mrs. Wormwood. My favorite. Oh, Mrs. Wardrell. Yeah. Is that her name? Wardrell, yes. Yeah. Okay. She is iconic and amazing. Yeah. That's like, I think, my spirit animal. Like, if I could be anyone in the world, like, I would be like this, like, demon mother who would, like, enter a body and just, like, go from, like, drab to hot and be like, all right, I'm oh, going to possess you now. Yeah, she's yeah, yeah, yeah. full drag queen in a way that I'm obsessed <laughs> yeah. with. Yeah. She, like, they have that slow tracking shot of her walking with just her hair where you're like, ooh, that is a head full of secrets. And then she turns full, like, hair makeup call before greeting her ninth graders. Yes. I'm obsessed. Yeah, she's full drag queen. It's like Jinx Monsoon. Yeah, it's 100%. Yeah. Oh, my God, that's who she reminds me of. Yeah. So, Andrew, we also have failed to mention that Andrew is a star of the Broadway. Oh, a huge star of the Broadway. I mean, like, very in the lead. Since, like, he was a wee little lad. Like that. I mean, it's true. Yes, I started as like a child actor in New York in the mid '90s in Beauty yes. and the Beast. I made my. That was your first role. Yes, yes. yes. Made my Broadway debut you when I was chip, ten right? years old. Yes, Chip the Teacup. Oh, oh my god! 
For sure. And you don't, you're with two people who jam out to the Seussical cast album. Oh my gosh. Probably so once good. a week. I mean, yeah, I went home box. recently. I went home to my house and it was so strange because like, I walked in to like surprise my parents and they were both listening to the Seussical soundtrack while cooking. What? And I was like, my dad's like, oh, it just came on Spotify. I'm like, this is your account. Oh my like, god. It was really strange. But we're all big fans of the family. <laughs> Glad to hear. Glad Huge to hear. Yeah. But yeah, you started in Beauty and the Beast, mm-hmm. and you were was that were you bit by the acting bug then, or I was. Yeah, you know, I I have like kind of a musical family. Both of my older sisters are in the arts as well, and I'm the baby, so just grew up watching them perform, and I wanted to be like them. So I'm sure if they were like tennis players, maybe I'd be a tennis. Probably not. <laughs> yeah. Five foot four. It's you probably not going to happen. You never but, know. Yeah. Next up with like a tennis musical. I'm like, yeah, oh my first. gosh, <laughs> just exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> Said no one. <laughs> um, you most recently, um, what show did you go? You did talk. Talk over. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, my straight boyfriend. <laughs> he knows every single lyric. What? Every song from Talk Ever Last. I can attest. Yeah. Right? Oh, I can that's attest. so sweet. He knows every single song. In Halloween, it was a toss-up of like, should we be SpongeBob characters or should we be Tuck and Winnie? Oh my god, God. that's so good. I swear to God. I would have died had you texted me those photos. Oh, they're still coming, don't worry. There's many more Halloweens with this guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tuck was so great. And you had experience playing younger in that, which is, I mean, Sabrina, all these shows, Riverdale, everyone's always playing younger. Yeah. So was that difficult for you? I mean, well, unlike Kiernan Shipka, who. Seems to have never gone through an awkward phase. Totally. She went from, like, child to, like, drop-dead gorgeous overnight. Yeah. I definitely had a real awkward... I, I played 17 in Tuck Everlasting, and if my real 17 is something no one needs to see on a stage. Oh, so. my God. What were you like when you were 17? I mean, just couldn't control my limbs. Like, super <laughs> awkward. Yeah, just a mess. I love that, though. Yeah. yeah. It's true. How would you cast a Sabrina on Broadway? Oh, I'm trying twist. to think this now. Oh, yeah. that's a great question. Yeah. I mean, so many amazing women could play Miss Wardwell. I mean, it's really a uh, great, no, it could be a great vehicle for just like a guy in drag. Yeah. Oh, cool. that. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of want like Miss Trunchbull, like that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sure. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, but but then we'd be taking away opportunities from for Leslie amazing, Margarita. I was literally <laughs> just going to say it. Like amazing character actresses. Oh my God, that, so good. <laughs> Ryan like won the Mean Girls. Oh, Jen Samard. Oh, amazing. Will she be one of the? We lost our mind. We were sitting like front row. We know everyone in the cast. It was so embarrassing. And me and I are like, but we lost. We were like totally sober, and we died. We're like, this is the funniest I have seen before. The goods. She would be good. I don't know who would play Sabrina though, because you needed someone younger. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, like an unknown. What What musical would you like to see Baxter High from Sabrina do? Oh my gosh, oh. good one. Like, I.E. Carry crossover? Yes. Yeah. Okay, uh, I mean, something kind of spooky, obviously. What the Crucible. Other, like, <laughs> yeah, the, fully the Crucible. Crucible the Musical. Crucible the Musical. Crucible the Musical. It would be fun if they did Crucible as a play. You know, like, that's sort of a fun oh, show. like, Wicked. <laughs> I mean, that's like two seconds away from happening. The fact that you've said it on the podcast, now it's going to (laughs) happen. I don't know what Baxter High should do. Yeah. Because you have Harvey, you have Uh 
um, Susie. Her friends are great. Oh, yeah. Her friends yeah. are, like, woke friends. I'm yeah. obsessed. They're all woke. Yeah. Yeah, the show is very smart. Yes. Oh, total. It's very of the time, but it still feels kind of like an homage to, like, this, like, I don't even know what period. Cause I know. Kind of... Just a recent yesteryear. Yeah, Love yeah, yeah. that. Yes. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, but definitely, like, all the social issues where you're like oh there's like witch racism of like yeah. half-bloods and stuff uh all this stuff with like the devil like the dark lord like owns your body and mm-hmm. you book. see like a new generation of girls being like well why does he get to tell me what to do with my body like very my body my choice yeah, they're right. clearly they've got their finger on the pulse these... oh yeah it's a very feminist show yeah total and feminist I'm here yeah. For that. yeah 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 all right so most controversial question ah. what do we think of the blurred i can't even oh. figure out how to describe it right but i was so confused this so the blurry oh like god. portrait mode way it's oh yeah for it's like full portrait the mode. show yeah wait i swear to god i thought it was my contacts for the first <laughs> no i did i like texted someone like are you watching sabrina like is it does it look weird to you i thought it was my contacts I really was. Yeah, I thought it was my TV or like something about the Netflix connection. And then I was like, oh, no, 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 this was just a choice. I like it, I think. I did like it. I think it was, you had to get used to it. Mm -hmm. But it it set a very creepy scene where you had to be directed to like the person that was in the forest or the person that was like in the witch world. It was never in the human world. It was just Sabrina or like the weird sisters or like the witches. Yeah. So it was an interesting choice, but it kind of worked. Like, Riverdale does a thing like that with lighting, uh-huh. where it's, like, very extreme, like, red or blue, like, neon lighting to show, like, the creepy crime mm-hmm. aspect of it. So I feel like the blurred cinematography. Oh, sure. I went to film Sam school. went to film school. I went to film oh, school. <laughs> so good. The only time I use those skills is when I bust them out of the podcast. But it kind of sets the mood for the world we were in. Yeah, no, I like it. I think I like the whole, like, art direction that their school has like a library with cats and a fireplace. <laughs> They're like, we're not, we're not going for realism here. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah Miss Wardrill's like room has antique dolls with like spiders crawling on them. <laughs> yeah. They're like hashtag aesthetic. That's like a major mood. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I just feel like they could have trusted the audience to like to put know. together the spooky element or mm-hmm. like the mystical elements without being so. Did you get dizzy? Out. A little bit, yeah. Because <laughs> I couldn't even watch it. <laughs> no, it's fine watching it. Well, I know you but... watched it, because Ryan texted me, he's like, well, those warlocks are so hot. Oh my gosh. Ambrose. Well, I'm trying to think about yeah. how it, if it gets, well, did they Ambrose explore that by the hot. third episode? Ambrose and Luke, the gay warlock. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay, of course. I, I forgot how, you know when you binge yeah. them all, and, and I'm like, yeah. that could have been the fourth episode. Because his brother goes to the funeral home, and then they, like, they find his like spooky brother. Friend, whoever Luke is, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, they're both beautiful, and you're just like, oh, yeah, <laughs> I'm interested. No, now I want to like date a warlock. Oh, totally. Also, like, what a spooky character Ambrose is. Oh, yeah. they're like, he's got a secret, really? he's 75 and under house arrest. Yep, what's yeah. going on here? Which is how I feel as a gay man, <laughs> yeah. So it like really oh connected. God. I'm like, you really connect. There is an 80 year old living inside me, I know, yeah. Um, also, the ants, it oh, interesting. I was expecting them to be like full-on campy ab fab me too and like one of them is giving you a little bit of that but the other one is like hard driving scary like militant witch yeah which i'm super into little evil yeah kind of remind me of like the sisters from into the woods oh you know like cinderella yeah like the stepsisters even though they're her aunts but i don't know i feel like the beginning sabrina you have no idea where it's gonna go 
Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. So it's like, is the aunt evil? Like, what's going on? Yeah. What is this house? Like, it's like, I don't know. I'm also very attracted to Harvey. Oh, <laughs> oh he's so I'm cute. In. He yeah. is so cute. I want to kiss him. <laughs> the crop top they have him in. Oh, and, like, yeah. later on in the season. <laughs> yeah. Which I guess is a homage to the original Sabrina. At one point, yeah. he wears that. Because I was like, who decided to put him in a crop top? In like, a crop, like, not, we're here for like, it. I'm not complaining, but <laughs> like that was a choice. And then someone pointed that out online, and it made a lot more sense. Yeah, they, these shows are doing that now. Like, they have like homages to the comics and little red herrings that, yeah. like, I'm sure Scott would watch it and pick up on it instantly. Total, total. I mean, watching, like, yeah, nerd shows with him. It's... That's not our journey, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's We're like, what musical would they do? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. I do love how these kids are fully, like, I'm in love. I know! You're like, you're children! But I guess, I mean, kids these days, <laughs> I can say as a 30-something-year-old, I'm like, I guess they just grow up a little bit faster. Yeah, I mean, did you have, like, high school love or crush? No. I, I mean, I had crushes, but I'm never going to be like, love you. No, same. I, yeah. I, I like was scared to say I love you until like three days ago. Yeah. Like, that's oh, pretty. That's oh, congrats. <laughs> yeah, we were like. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like high school and like middle school, like I was, oh was kind of like scared of like that. Yeah. No, but they're, the kids are woke, as you said yeah, before. Super yeah. woke. And I get for Sabrina not wanting to give up her life with like friends necessarily. Okay, but if it was it's your choice, like, what would you choose? Yeah. I mean, I'm um, going to Hogwarts. Yeah, like, yeah no that's, totally. Right. that's totally how I feel. Because I kind of feel like, we were talking before about how money can buy you happiness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I feel like if you have powers, you could essentially, even though it's not real, and then we get into that ethical debate, right, right. you can concoct your happiness. She's already doing that to Harvey. Yeah. Right. Also, not for nothing, like, Harvey's real cute for a small town, <laughs> but she is so much better than him. Yeah. She yeah. is like snappy sister got it together like even if she wasn't a witch she'd still be out of his league like even if she was just like (laughs) good at math yeah i agree because he's like kind of an idiot a little bit and he's always been an idiot and then melissa yeah yeah i know there is that like kind of character where you're like they just never know what's going on you're like she's obviously a witch (laughs) you wanna you wanna be like at a certain point come on guy yeah you gotta know know. but i mean that's like a classic character trope I agree. I'm into it. And I like the wokeness and the girl mm-hmm. power. Yeah, for sure. Okay, back to you, Andrew, as an individual. Oh, sure. So, if you were a witch or warlock, Ooh. what would your, if you could have, like, I know the weird sisters in the show have, like, mind control powers. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit of everything. But what would your superpower or your supernatural power, like, what would your oh, main man. one be? Well, I always bounce between, like, for superpowers, either, like, being invisible or flying. And it, like, oh. will change on a daily basis basis Ooh, what's the pros and cons of well i feel like being invisible has like a sinister quality to it it's mm. that you're clearly sneaking yeah. a little bit whereas flying is very Ooh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, was gonna say. I flew actually in susical randomly out of town Ooh. and then it was cut oh yeah cut for broadway Wait, and they had like a oh the places you'll go reference where i would like fly in on a, a hot air balloon oh what yeah, like? cut in Boston. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, it was very fun. You experienced it yeah. though. You like... I got to fly once. Yeah, and yeah. now you can choose another. Yeah, now, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't pronounce that word. Invisibility. Invisibility. Oh, yeah. I don't know. What, do you, what about you guys? Yeah, Ryan, what would you do? I was going to say flying as well. Really? That's, I've always wanted to fly. <laughs> I used to like get home from school and dress up as Peter Pan. Surprise. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And like, as hard as I tried, just 
couldn't make it work. Never could do it. Yeah. Yeah, I've always gravitated towards people who can fly. I think mine would be, going back to Hogwarts, apparition or, like, teleportation. Oh. To be able to just, like, apparate and, like, snap your fingers and be somewhere. Oh, I hmm. hate just, like, taking the train or the subway. Oh, or God. Whatever. And we live off the F train, too, yeah. so forget yeah. about yeah. it. Yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, I take back my answer. I want what Tana have, is having. But you could fly. <laughs> yeah, but you gotta go to the airport. Oh, no. <laughs> you like, fly. Yes. Right. <laughs> yeah. You gotta look out for drones these days. Yeah, like, yeah, you can fly uptown. <laughs> yeah, but if you could snap your fingers and be like, that's pretty good. Somewhere, like someone's like, hey, you want to come over? I'm here. Like that's cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. That's... I just think about Penn Maybe State. Maybe I'm happy that like, doesn't. Going back to my apartment yeah. every time I'm doing that, oh I'm like, my God. if I could snap my fingers and be home right now, In a life second. would be so much simpler. I think we'll have the technology to do that soon. Sure. Let's hope. Let's yeah, hope, you guys. Maybe. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Oh my gosh, where, can we, where can we follow you online? Oh, you can follow me, uh, Keenan Blogger. Yes. Uh, Andrew has one of the best Instagrams <gasps> in the game. Thanks. It is so fun and it makes me so happy. <laughs> and you use an amazing follow, so everybody get on that. Oh, thanks, guys. <laughs> He's also on Twitter. Oh, yeah, yeah. Keenan Blogger across the board. Hell yeah. Yes. God, we love Andrew. Isn't he great? Uh, the, best. the best. Sorry again for the little audio issues, but hopefully you made it through. Listen, we could deal with the the dizzy picture of Sabrina. We could deal with this little audio snafu. I was just going to say, the little buzzing sound is kind of reminiscent to Sabrina. It kind of is. Yeah, it's just like a spooky vibe. It is. And speaking of spooky vibes, I want to unpack more of Sabrina. I want to go into the big picture, episode by episode. So we are here with one of my favorite people in the world. She is a witch. She is great at tarot. And she is amazing and spooky and kooky. And her name is Alana Siegel. Hi. Alana. Alana. So Alana has watched the entire season of Serena, as as we have as well. Uh, So let's just throw out there, if you haven't watched the full season, you maybe want to stop listening now. Yeah, this is your spoiler alert. Yeah. But if you have, and hopefully you have at this point. Or most uh, of it. Yeah. Yeah. Then uh, listen on. Yeah, then listen, because this is going to be fun, witches. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, okay, Alana, we love witches. Yes. We are witches. We are witches. So what were your big picture overall impressions of the series? Okay, so I came into watching this show as a big fan of the original series. Yes. I grew up on the original series, was obsessed, Melissa Joan Hart, love you, yeah. XOXO. Um, so I didn't really know what to expect this time. It seemed spookier. Love Kieran Chipka was like didn't know what was gonna happen. Um, I did like that overall. It kind of took a turn like Buffy. I'm a big Buffy fan as well, mm-hmm. so it was very much like spookier, but also like each episode, especially in the later ones, they're like tackling a challenge. So it's like this yes. ghoul comes in and they need to fix it and like get rid of it, and then the next episode is a new challenge. I yeah, we were talking about this earlier. So we start the series with. So this whole season is basically Sabrina's satanic birthday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's will, which side she'll, will she choose? The witch side or her high school which side? Which was an interesting perspective. Right. Yeah. It is. Yeah. And it's interesting too that it's like there's no like, oh, you're now a witch. It's like she's always been a witch. It's yes. been like her secret the last 16 years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I liked. I did like that too. I found in the original one 
she just woke up and was a witch and it was like, yeah. oh my God, what do I do now? This was kind of like, it's there, but it's also her choice, your body, your choice. You know? right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, we said with Andrew, our <laughs> guest before, it's very feminist, yes. very girl power. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And as someone who kept a secret for 20 years, <laughs> I, I realized it well, you know, it's always been in me yes. and it's just like, when are you going to release it? Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. Very deep, Ryan. Yeah. Wow. That brought you to a new level. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, keep talking about being witches. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we have Sabrina's high school side first. Yes. So we have a band of gypsies. We yes. have Harvey Kinkle. I love the friends. Love the friends. Yeah. We were talking Susie. about Susie, the love character. I think Susie <laughs> is so important in mm-hmm. this show and just in general. Like, to have a non-binary character like this is so... And to have someone that, like... Her like their storyline is so prevalent is amazing. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it's awesome. And the other one, what's the other friend's name? Um, with the hair, she's the glasses. Yeah, she's the one who has the grandma. Yeah. Well, we looked that up. Of uh, talking about Susie, I will say something that I so appreciate about both Riverdale and Sabrina is how they're bringing these different subjects into these teen shows, but they're not played out dramatically, right? Like Kevin Keller on Riverdale. You never get those moments when he's like coming out to his dad and his dad's abandoning him and hating him. You know, he's just like gay and that's, and people accept it. Here you get Susie, non-binary, and there is that bit of conflict, right? With the bullies. Yes. But overall, she's pretty much... And they very much support her in her narrative. Yeah. When people make fun of her, her friends stand up for her and are like, no. And also when um, the other friend whose name I'm looking up... Ross. Yes, Roz. Roz. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. When her oh, grandma, yeah, she's awesome. The when grandma. her grandma is like, oh, this like lovely boy. And she's like, no, no, no. But then Susie is also like, it's okay. Like, it's fine. I think that's a really important moment. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I agree. I love it. Roz's grandmother is iconic. Yes. She's everything. And she's like, degaff, I'm here. Like, blow the house down. <laughs> yeah, she gave me strong Nana Rose vibes. Yes, absolutely. But Ryan, like, the Green Dale version. There's nothing more than an aging character actress. Nothing more. Nothing more. Yeah, that was interesting. And also Roz. I mean, we're, we're kind of jumping down to like the end when we find it. Like, she's wearing glasses. Yeah. And she kind of, she has a kind of supernatural power she too. She does. I think they all do. Yeah. Which is awesome. Right, because um, Susie can see ghosts. Yes. She's talking to her, her like, ancestors. Yes, 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 yes. And Roz has these psychic visions. Yes, which I'm all about. Right. Like, like that's give cool. it to me. And that's something I like about this one too, this, like, mm-hmm. this inflammation of Sabrina. Because it's like... They're all in this, like, Greendale feels very spooky to me. Mm-hmm. And it's like, they're all kind of like, they might not be witches, they might not be, like, warlocks, but they have powers. Yes. And mm-hmm. also, I don't think Harvey has a power right now, or it's not been shown to us yet, but he has this whole family history of the witch, like, witch hunters. hunters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he is so, like, open-minded, I think it's really important in, like, today's political climate. That, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, it's cool. great. Yeah. It is very woke. I will say. Harvey was giving me very, like, Billy Elliot vibes. Yes! Like, I'm not gonna get into the mind, Dad. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking ballet! Yeah. Wait, okay. <laughs> Can I say something? Why is the hot brother always killed? <laughs> oh, yes. Um, I will say a big thing that my, my big takeaway from that whole episode was literally Evan Peters in American Horror Story Coven, oh. where they were like, she's like, I'm just gonna, like, he's dead, but I'm gonna bring him back to life, and it's all gonna be good. And I was like, we all know that this is not a good idea. Yeah, can I please reference American Horror Story Coven? Like, Evan Peters was fucked up, and no. It's never a good idea. Never a good idea. Practical Magic, that movie, they bring the guy back. I love that movie. Never a good idea. Ever. 
No. Yeah. No, definitely um, Okay, so we start in the conflict in high school, and then we also have her 16th birthday. So yes. it's her satanic baptism. Yeah. It's her dark baptism, which is yes. amazing. Her bat mitzvah. Her bat mitzvah, yeah. yeah. It's, yes. her, it's her super sweet 16th. Yeah. Yeah. But basically, the witches turn 16, and they have to sign the Book of the Beast, which is kind of like, I don't know, the religious aspect of, like, the coven. Yes. It was so interesting to me. It was. You rarely see that, like, in, yes. like, you know, fictionalized depictions of witches. But that really no. feels more, like, real life. Yes. Type mm. Absolutely. And, That's a good point. Yes. And they bring up, like, the Salem witch trials. Like, it, I will say the series really made me think about, like, the real witches we've had throughout history. Yes. Like, yeah. it's a, we like to joke about witches, but, like, it's a real thing that has happened throughout the history of the world that people accuse these women of being with Satan. And yeah. Yes. They pay the consequences. I'm waiting for my accusation. Yeah. Come. Accusation? Pro- Hello. <laughs> yeah. Satan is so clingy. Like, <laughs> he texts me like three times a day and I'm like, bitch, please. <laughs> okay, well then we get like three episodes in and it's Sabrina's birthday. So she's at her baptism. She's wearing her mother's wedding gown. Oh, but yeah. Turns black. All about it. Yeah. She I like that. the forest. Yeah. That was cool. And her, okay, a big thing we have to unpack are her aunts. Oh, yeah. yes. I feel like... Uh, Talk to me. Okay, I totally feel like they're serving their purpose, and they there's certain things that they needed to achieve in this season, but I just can't go over the old ones and the original, and it's just hard for me because Zelda was so cute, and Hilda was so cute, and I mean, I'm obsessed with the actresses that play the new aunts. Like, Miranda Otto is, like, one of my favorite actresses of all time. But I just felt like she was a huge buzzkill. Yeah. She's like, sick. she was like, you need to do this. And I was like, do we? Like, can you just chill out for a Yeah, second? it was interesting seeing the dynamic of witches. Like, one really strict and one yes. more lenient. And sometimes also British. I was, confu- so. I was very confused with their accents. I was just going to say that. Like, one is, like, heavily British. And then Miranda Otto's, like, switching back and forth. And I was like, what is happening? <laughs> Netflix had a great tweet today. I forget exactly what it said, but one was, it was like, you know, witches and covens, and it said, OMG, yes, this is so realistic. And then it said, you know, one aunt has a British accent, and they go like, oh my God, she would never have a British accent. Yeah. <laughs> but then the cousin has a British accent. I know. Yeah. I, my take, this is like me like, looking at it like, like why are they British? Yes. Witches are like hundreds of years old. Yeah. So maybe like down the line, like they're not like sister sisters, like they just became... I don't know. That's don't me, like, know. really getting yeah. into it. Or maybe it. they migrated. I don't know. Or maybe they just got the, the actresses they wanted, and like, eh. I'll be honest. British. I'm sure that's really it. <laughs> it never bugged me. Like, no, I did so. not realize that At that was, was a like, thing huh? until... No, I never even had that, like, calm moment until I saw people start tweeting about it. And then really? I was like, oh, that's weird. I just weird, felt but... that Hilda was very British, which, I mean, they don't need to censor her, because whatever, that's not the point of the show, but... Yeah. She was in the original British office. Really? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. Love him. Yeah. Great. Um, So, did you grow up watching Sabrina? Yes. Like reading the comics? Not the comics, just the show, but religiously watching the show. I had the biggest crush on Harvey. I still think he is the cutest ever. I like this Harvey. I like this Harvey. I will say the OG Harvey though, so cute. He was a babe. Mm. Such a babe. And I also. Did not love Sabrina's friends in the original show. I Libby they were, and I thought okay, they were like Libby and like um. I'm trying to think of the other one. She had another like best friend. Yeah, it was like Libby came on later. Libby was like the mean one. Yeah, 
And then the one with the red hair. It was like the first one. Oh, yeah. God, and they were all this like, well, did it hurt Sabrina movie? Yes, but I also oh felt like all the friends in the shows like secretly also had a crush on Harvey and they were like trying to steal him the whole time. And I was like, I don't love this narrative, guys. Like, <laughs> let's support our friends' relationships and not trying to steal their boyfriends. And I don't feel like this is happening in this season. No, no, no. This one really is like Sabrina has Harvey. Yeah, Susie, we don't I know. like when they're making out and they're like, guys, stop making out. And I was yeah. like, that's so true. I got lesbian <laughs> undertones between Susie and I Ross. Got a oh, little, man. like... But then I'm like, maybe that's just friendship. <laughs> <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know. Okay, anyway, so back to the baptism. So Sabrina, and very crucible, another reference to that, very but when, with her name. Yes. So Sabrina is 16, but she, she knows what's up. And mm. she... She learns that her 16th birthday, she Only signs... 16, but her mind is older. She really like realizes if she signs her name in this book, she's giving herself over to the devil, to Satan. I was yeah. like, yo, sign me up. Yeah, Lana's like... <laughs> I was like, this she's is like, what's your number? I'll text yeah. you my signature. <laughs> I was like, wait, go. I have to do this too. I already gave you my what number. What would you do, Ryan? If, would you become completely indebted to someone? I guess that's where I struggle. Like, I think it's fun to think about, like, hooking up with Satan. But I don't know if I, uh, I don't know if I would want to become completely indebted to someone. Yeah. Also, I mean, the the witches did seem more evil. And they seemed nuts. I was like, why is no one being chill? And I also felt that the reverend guy. Oh, um, I was deeply attracted to him. He was just so, like, I feel like there should have been a more, like, I felt like everyone was like, your father was controversial, but he was also a really important person. And I feel like it might have been different when her father was in charge, but this guy has, like, plans, and he's, like, going for it. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, I did get a very sinister vibe from him. Yeah. And also, like, the fact that these witches, like, hate mortals, like... I know! Like, they're not doing anything to you. Right, They're just hanging. It was very very interesting to see these mortals are, like, enemies. Oh, yes. Also, the plastics, the cut, like, the witch plastics. All about it. Oh, yeah. Um, the, what's her name? The main one? Yes. I'm obsessed with her. Penelope or something? No, it wasn't Penelope. What's her name? Prudence! Prudence, yes. Oh, my God. She is stunning. She's perfect. She's incredible. She's amazing. Nothing that I love more than the leader of a band of mean girls. Yes. With a good lip. Right. Let me tell you. Those those witches went to Sephora. They had, yeah, they got full makeovers. They're VIBs. <laughs> they went to Kat Von D. They know what's up. Yeah. Would you guys have made it through those challenges that Absolutely. they gave Sabrina? Absolutely. You know what? The first, so this brings us down to the witch world. Sam, you would not have, you would have flipped out of that room. I mean, <laughs> like, <laughs> well, what if Moose was there? Who? What if? Oh, Moose, Sam's dog. dog Moose. Oh, he would, what if Moose would was be there? My, he would be my. Yes, you're. Uh, You're Salem. Familiar. Yes. Yeah. You know what, though? That first hex that they put on her when, like, they're like, Sabrina, Sabrina, and they're, like, yeah. circling her, and they, like, put a curse yes. on her that, like, will, like, mess up her organs. Yeah. Like, and they're like, just sit in a salt bath. Like, I would not cope well. I was like, that's rude. I would literally become, like, I would, I would run to the book of the beast and be like, okay, take me. What can I do to them? I would like make a big deal. I'd be like, okay, I want to sign this book, but here are my conditions. First, my hair needs to look perfect 24-7. <laughs> Second, I need to be more powerful than those girls because they're rude. Third of all, give me a million dollars. I want to look like those girls. <laughs> I do they're too. amazing and iconic and they're gorgeous iconic. and mean. I love a mean girl. Yes, they're fun. I've been in a mean mood. I hate when the one has to, like, be buried, and then she, like, chokes up earth the whole time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, the the laws of their witch world are interesting to me. Yes. Like with death and resurrection. I thought and the death thing was a nice mm-hmm. um like rule because I kind of found or have found that in general when magic is like an element, sometimes it's hard to be like, oh, well, you can just do whatever you want. But right. this was nice that it's like, no, you can't. You no, I do it. think this like established like the rules in the world very clearly. Yes. Like yes. we get the restrictions, we get what's allowed. Yes. We get, like, you see you see the suffering with Sabrina because you get, like, how intense this witch world is and why she's so happy in the other world. But yes. Yeah, you, you get the conflict. Totally. It really is established. Yeah. Totally. Imagine coming back to Earth, though, and, like, having to deal with your friends that you watched let you die. Oh, yeah. Also, I was surprised yeah. when Sabrina just slashed her Well, I guess it's, like, Jesus. Oh. I, I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, Jesus is superstar. I, it's, like, <laughs> like, when he came back, he's like, you know what, that happened? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> Wow, real Jesus is so nice. Wow. Anyway, sorry. Anyway. I'm like reading this show on a much different level. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like really like. <laughs> Wait, I think that was a big turning point though. When like the next slash when yes. she when Sabrina right. slashed um like the hot Asian evil one's neck. I think it's because she knew that she was gonna come back though because she's seen her aunts do it all the right. time and that's just reinforcing that your home life very much affects your personality and psyche growing up. It's true. And it's I'm fair. a therapist. No, I'm not. <laughs> you should be a therapist. Alana also moonlights as my life coach. <laughs> I thank you so much. I feel... Yeah, I have four therapists. You, you can bill us later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can Venmo me at SamGoldDG. Anyway, so... Yeah, that was interesting to me. Also, um, the reverend's wife with the pregnancy. Oh, I loved her, and then I was like, whoa, there's a lot going on here. Yeah, so, I mean, I love that the reverend's slutty. Love. <laughs> and that the weird sister... And she's gorge. Yeah, and that the weird sister is um, that the main one's his daughter. Yeah. Yes. But it did feel very like... Is it? Wait, okay. Oh, she is. Yes, they found that out. But I thought... I think it was foreshadowing when she came in and she was like, you have to see me, father. And I was like, wait, she's his daughter? And then I was like, oh, well, like, they call him that. Right, right, right. Mm. But it was definitely foreshadowing. Yeah, and he, like, treats her so nicely and all that. Yes. Um, Ryan, when we started the show, immediately connected to the warlocks, Ambrose, and his hot boy Love friend. Ambrose. Luke. Love Ambrose. Luke is And Luke. Gorgeous. Luke is the other one, right? Yeah. His boyfriend. And Love. they're, like, slutty. Yeah, they're, yeah. like, hot warlocks. Yeah. Hey, Alana, what did you think about the incorporation of the Spellman, which is like running a funeral home. It was an interesting turn. Yeah. Interesting turn. I think it makes sense because like if they don't know their witches, like the town, it makes sense that the house is like dark and sinister Spooky. and like they don't really talk to people. Mm. Yes. It's a funeral home. Yes. I... Come to the fun home. <laughs> <laughs> Just had to throw that. Sorry. I, I loved it. Oh, I'm sorry. I love a funeral family. Same. Yes, like right? Hill House. Have you been watching Hell House? I have not watched it yet. I'm a little scared. It's horrifying. I watched the first episode and I got a little scared. I have extreme nightmares from it. But it's great, right? It's amazing. My dad suggested it. It's his new treadmill show. It's really (laughs) good. Treadmill show. Yeah, my dad like built a gym in our house because like that's what you do when you're kids. Oh my god, I would still be scared even on the treadmill. I know. I feel like that would make you run faster though. Yeah, it gets like your heart rate up. Right. Absolutely. Oh, 100%. Okay, so back to the witch world. So the challenges start, and I feel like as these things, like these tasks that Sabrina has to get through increase, she's getting smarter and more clever. Yeah. Um, Like with the weird sisters and with the bullies. Oh, when the the bully bully scene scene in the park. Yes. When she starts to recruit the weird sisters to do her bidding to like get back at the boys in real life. Yes, I love that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I loved that. I mean, what's better than like... That scene was amazing when they're yeah. like, just come in this mine with us. And yeah. they were like, okay. I was like, boys are idiots. Yeah. And also, like, 
how they portray sex and like yes. orgies and like I love the orgy. High school, like right? Like it was I was like I did not have oh. any orgies in high school, but like more power to you. Actually I had a lot of cast parties, so really skirted a lot. A little bit. But what did you think about that? Like with like Ambrose and Luke and all that? I would love the witch's orgy. It reminded me of uh Sleep No More. Oh my yes. god. Remember like I mean, we've all seen Sleep No More. If you haven't at home I remember, like, going to see it the first time. It was, like, really, like, the second month it was open. Like, very hot. I was still in high school. And I knew, like, you were supposed to see, like, the witch's orgy. Oh, my God. So, like, I just kept, like, trying to get to that room for the orgy. And then I caught it. Like, it's, like... I don't think I've ever seen that. I don't know if I saw that. Oh, it's worth seeing. Let's go back. Yeah, it's, like, strobe lights and, like... And then, I mean, it's a full-out witch orgy. Are they naked? Yeah. Oh, my God. We have to go back. We gotta go back. We love it, We know that works... I know a few people. Yeah. yeah. Great. Live <laughs> 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 from the witch orgy. Yeah, it's <laughs> no so back, I want to touch on more things in the series, including Zelda's attraction to the Reverend and oh. like when they start yeah. like kissing. I mean, the Reverend does feel so antiquated where like he needs a son to be the heir to his powers. Yeah. And like yeah. he kind of manipulates Zelda. And everyone. Yeah. Except for Sabrina, kind of. Yeah, and that's why. Like, yeah, she's awesome. So, okay, we got to talk about your probably your probably your idol, Mrs. Wardwell. Oh, I get to actually hate her. Really? Oh, really? I felt like she was so clingy. Every scene, she would just be sitting there, and I was like, "Bitch, why are you here? Like, nobody asked for you." Like, I get like, I totally get when like people need to. There is a character that needs to make kind of an intrusion on what's going on. I just felt like it was way too much. It was like, oh, they would pan out and she would just be there. And I was like, you were literally in the last scene. Like, you need yeah. to cool it. I mean, the reveal to me at the end was interesting. When we learned mm-hmm. that she is the mother of demons and basically yes. she's grooming Sabrina yes. to take her place so she could ascend and be Satan's number two. Yes. Mm. But Sabrina is probably going to observe her. I was going to say that, yeah. You know, you, there's going to be a conflict. Yes. Because it seemed at the beginning that she, like, wanted Sabrina to die. You know what I mean? Like, at yes. first you didn't know her intentions. At first I was like, what's happening? Right. Yeah. And also the first episode, I remember just the teacher, like, letting that girl in the car. And I was like, don't let that girl in the car. Are you fucking nuts? Like, oh, call yeah. 911 and dip. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. But when that happened, I was like, ooh, I like that. I wish I could do that. Can I toss in Ben showing up at Mrs. Wardwell's door with a pizza right now? Ben from Riverdale. Ben from Riverdale. With the Bijou. And there's a lot of great Riverdale mentions. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we went to the hospital in Riverdale. Oh, I feel like they set up a crossover. They def did. Because Tommy, they said they're going to bury him in Riverdale. Yes. Mm. Yeah, because they didn't use their funeral parlor. Yes. yes. So I think that's going to be the crossover episode. I think Tommy's funeral is going to take place in Riverdale. Something's going to happen. There, yeah, it has to be. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I think it was a nice setup. But I do like when world exists. I hope no one else hits on Harvey. Well, like, what do you think of Nicholas Scratch? I mean... Oh. He is a... He can get it. He's so it. Yeah. cute. But he's also very... Oh, I don't know. What does he say to Sabrina? He goes like... You can have really, both or something. He's yeah. like, I'm, I'm happy to share. And I was like, oh, modern romance. Yeah, I know. But he also says, like, I might have origins and stuff, but what you have with Harvey is, like, like I'll never have that. Mm. So, like, you know, yeah. like, they're going to they're Something's going to happen, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so fast forward a little bit. We get to the final episode yes. with the 100 witches. Oh, love The 13 witches. 13. 13, yeah. yes. <laughs> love that episode. Sorry, I'm fucked up. I'm busy rocks. <laughs> But we get to this episode, and I was riveted by this episode. I feel like it really built 
nicely. I mean, yes. I totally binged the show. I binged it all in two days. Yes. Which I think it was smart of them to release it like this. Because if I didn't binge it, I don't think I would have enjoyed it as much. I... I think that's fair. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm happy to always have it available for me to consume as wanted. Yeah. I just thought it built really nicely because, like, by oh, episode totally. five, I needed to see what was yes. next. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. yes, yes. I like, oh, my Whereas God. I do feel that the old Sabrina was super fun, and I like, I, I'm not gonna lie, I it's now on Hulu, so I watch it in the morning when I'm getting ready, and it's just so yes. fun. Um, but you don't need to watch the previous episode really to know yeah. what's going on. It's no, very no, much no. like Harvey. I got an F on this test. Yeah. Like, what do I do? Oh, I can't use magic. I have to study. How did you feel about the reveal to Harvey and the friends finding out that Sabrina was a witch? Uh, I felt scared. <laughs> I mean, the friends were amazing. The I friends thought. were amazing, and I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Like, fo- like modern friendship supporting. Yeah. yeah, I feel like Har- Harvey's tough. Harvey's really tough. But you can't blame him no. because Sabrina's oh, no. been fucked up him. his whole life. Yeah, Sabrina's and he's tough, like, I didn't you know? ask you to do this, and she was like, mm. and the fact that he knew, like that he she had told him that before, and like mm-hmm. that's why it's so tough to watch because like yes. he knows that she's been fucking with his whole life. Yes. And that really hit a nerve. I know. I was really sad. Because I think if I was in Sabrina's shoes, I would do the same thing. But how can you blame Harvey? But you can't bring people back. Yeah, that's the part. She's yeah. just trying to help. And that's and okay. But imagine someone a... telling you that, like, you're, like, a real witch. Yes. Yeah. Like, I mean. You know, it's understandable. Like, Evan do. Like, Evan do if I told him. Evan would be like, yeah, next. <laughs> I like... know. <laughs> yeah. Next item on the docket. What's yeah, up? Like, <laughs> yeah, whatever. What do you want to do for dinner? Yeah. Evan is Sam's boyfriend. Yes. We love him. Um, we do. Love He's him. very supportive. Yeah. He's supportive of me being a witch. Yeah, but I thought the friends were amazing. And I thought the friends really took to their own. Like, yes. when Susie was like, I am the dot, the ancestor of blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know? Love. Like, it really was like. They're all, like, getting into their own. I love that. And they're yeah. all supportive of each other. Like, even though I also felt like Roz's grandma was like, those witches, like, are great. Like, they, like, fucked with our whole family. Like, you can't, like, any... But even still, she was like, you're a witch. You didn't tell me. But, like, I still am friends with you. And I was yeah. like, yeah. Um, what do we feel about Salem not speaking? Oh, I miss that. I miss it, too! I think it's a big flaw in the show. And it kind of spooks me that all the animals are actually goblins. Yes. And the, when the scene when one of them was killed and the goblin was, like, coming yeah. out of it, I was like, whoa! It's like, that freaks me out a yeah. little bit. Like, imagine, like, a dog that's actually a goblin, like... Yes. And also when Miss Wardwell took off her face, like... Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That was really scary. Yeah, yeah. hair, body, face. Hair, body, hair, face. Hair, body, face. Uh, I do have to say, I I kind of enjoyed Salem not talking. Really? I, I think this version is darker, more realistic. Yes, yeah. it was very comedic. And by, like... Yeah. And that re- which is fun. Yeah, But I think fun. this was, like, just that one choice made the show automatically more realistic and, and serious yeah. that's, that's fair. fair yeah speaking of it like being darker time. we were talking a little bit earlier about the uh the portrait mode way it was shot yes. throughout the yes. entire series and also how quite literally dark most of the shots were mm-hmm. yeah. like my poor tv like a lot of the shots didn't read well on television because yes. it was just you have so to have dark an extreme tv for yeah it to, like which like read. i don't know if that's a great way to shoot a series and a Netflix series especially, because most people, or I think half the viewers, are watching it in their bed on their laptop. Right. Yeah, you're right. Interesting. Wait, what is the lawsuit? Lauren brought up a lawsuit oh, that's big happening. lawsuit. Okay. So someone sent me this, and I was like, oh my god, this is wild. I'm pulling it up. Yeah, we'll pull it up. It is. Hold on. Yeah. 
Someone sent me this, and I was shook. I was like, this is literally wild that this is coming up the day that we're talking about this. Mm. It was like, the chilling adventures of Sabrina may be removed from Netflix. Oh. We should preface by saying this is all alleged. This is alleged. You know, also, like, the cast was referring to on social media, you know, as C-A-O-S, and Ryan and I are like, chaos, what's chaos? And we just found out today that it's chilling adventures of Sabrina. Oh my god, no, but I would not know what that is. No, like, same. We were yeah, like, oh, chaos. Oh. Okay, so you know when she goes to school and there's that statue of the goat with yeah. the children yeah. doing the like peace sign? Uh-huh. That is the actual... Um, statue of the satanic temple oh apparently like they didn't even like, do, like what like, temple a, is that where can i go pray the, oh the actual satanic temple the satanic bible is on my goodreads to read i can't <laughs> wait like it's gonna be great um but apparently the co like they put the actual like replica and they have a shot by shot of like this is the actual one and that was in the show oh, they look very and very they're, uh, similar all they're very similar <laughs> And apparently the co-founder of the temple is suing some, something. Hold on. Suing. Like Warner Brothers? That's, I think, it's Warner Brothers. Right, yeah. Huh. Someone's getting sued. Someone's getting <laughs> yeah. sued. Oh, wait, hold on. There's well, they're already in production for season Warner two, Brothers. so if it doesn't look on Netflix, <laughs> we'll see you somewhere. <laughs> yeah. They must be almost done filming season two. Yeah, because they went right into it. Yeah. Sam, when you were in Vancouver with me, I acted <laughs> as if you were like went alone. I'm curious, when I was watching this series, I kept thinking back to Vancouver and yeah. like looking at the surroundings. Yeah. Was Sabrina like, shot in Vancouver as well? Yeah. yeah. It was a couple like, minutes oh. It's right down the street from oh. Riverdale. I, it did really remind me of Vancouver. Because yeah. when we were in Vancouver, everything reminds us of Riverdale because it's a very spooky city. I'm sure. And like the trees, and the all trees. Have mist, I was gonna like, say the trees. Yeah, it really did remind me. I'm like, oh, they share this forest. <laughs> like, yeah. I saw a lot of it. You know, it, it all really. It, it also made me feel like, oh, Greendale's just a hop, skip, and a jump away from Riverdale. Totally, yes. which is what it should be. It should be. Hundred percent. Um, I think that the, read really well. Yeah. So the ending ending, when Mrs. Wardwell manipulates Sabrina to yes. sign the book because she figures out what is her kryptonite her friends and the yes. ones that she yeah. loves being in peril yes and we get that really cute scene with luke and ambrose and luke tells him he loves yes him. love them they're my fave couple i'm gonna say yeah and we ship them we ship them and zelda delivers um mm-hmm. the reverend's baby yeah she fucking lies to him yes about yeah. the other one that was fucked up i'm gonna she, say i'm gonna say love miranda Otto. don't love the character i was like like, Zelda's I didn't know whether be, she was evil or good. I know, Zelda's supposed to be, like, the smart one that, like, knows what's up, and she's definitely really smart, but she does not know what's up. Come on. Yeah. I mean, we don't know, but she takes the baby girl because mm-hmm. we're in a world where this girl probably would have been killed, like, or, you know, treated terribly. Oh, and they also that moment where she, where Sabrina and Harvey break up and she comes back and she's waiting oh, for her. That was like my favorite moment for her. That's when yeah. you gave her the heart. You yes. Because like she means but she's like, don't like come back and cry to me because I won't like wait around for you and I won't be here for you. Yeah. And then she flies. Well, she actually yeah. had the best breakup advice I've ever heard that she gave to Sabrina. Sabrina was obviously so upset that Harvey, the love of her life, is mm-hmm. broken. You know, it's done. And Zelda goes, yeah, you know what you're going to do? You're going to wake up tomorrow. And you're gonna face it, and that's that. And it really oh, is yeah. like that's, that's the best advice. No, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's like 
it. I simplified it a little. Suck it up now, because tomorrow's gonna suck. No, no, that's good. No, but it's like you can't wallow in your misery. You gotta get up and face the day and just move on. But also in the morning, you feel you always feel better in the morning. You always feel better in the morning. But anyway, um, and then we have a little romance with Hilda and the oh, and the red owner. Oh, oh, yeah. And then we find out he's like a demon again. Yes. He Which, walks like, away and his eyes turn red. Did not see that coming. If I could have a dollar for every time that's happened to me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but I really didn't see that one coming. I didn't either. I, I, I kind of saw it coming. I think, well, we're getting set up for season two now. Yeah, already. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's true. Which I we was have, shocked, like, but I was like, oh, yeah, this is going to develop. Yeah. We have but a ton to deal with. My favorite part, though, is Sabrina signs the book. Yes. And mm-hmm. she becomes a badass at the end when she walks in. She's like, sup. I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. And also, so in the comic books, like in the classic Sabrina comic books, her hair is like white platinum blonde. So oh. that ending, when she chooses the witch world, really, as her dominant world, it's very she accurate. walks back and her hair is bleached. I saw that, yeah. Because she's chosen this world. And she had mm-hmm. a good lip on, too. A great lip. She yeah. was. Yeah. She had a glow up. She was decked up. She signed the book, got yeah. a double glow up. Yeah. I mean, I... Signed she called yeah. Priv and she was like, Can I please yeah, go she's like, yeah, you sign the book and Priv assembles yeah. around you. <laughs> and you get a glove instantly. Hey, I would immediately sign the book. Wait, that ending shot was freaky though. When she signs the book, she's like, What happens now, teacher? And then she sees all the witches like hanging. And yes, I hanging. loved that. I loved that. Yeah, no, it really was dark, but yes. really cool. And then she goes to Harvey and. You know, she's like, all right, later. And then it ends with her walking yes. with the girls. The walking, I was like, this is amazing. She's this is full Katie Hammond. Hammond. Yes! yes. <laughs> she is sipping the Kool-Aid. Yeah. Like, step she's aside. using Juicy Couture. She's using the lip gloss. I'm into it. Yeah. I'm she's into it. She's using the baby uh, prostitute perfume. Yeah. Like, she's fucking <laughs> Yeah, no, but I... You know what? It left me wanting more. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm excited. I want to see where it goes. I I'm excited too. what's going to happen now that she's kind of at the the beck and call of the devil. Yeah. But I also think, I don't know. I think she's so multifaceted and the other girls are kind of like just doing whatever they want, like what they think is right, but what they want, but they don't know. It's like... Right, it's interesting because she has that mortal blood, so she's yes. special. Yeah, and that's why she's. I think there's be... gonna be a future conflict where she's like torn between like it's fun being a witch, but at the same time my friends are suffering and like shit's happening, and I need to like be nice to people. Ooh, yeah. Other predictions. I think one of the good friends is gonna turn on her. I think Susie uh, or Roz is gonna like. Turn uh, yeah. Her. Oh, that would be good. Like few episode arc. Yeah, you know, it's like, like somehow like. I kind of want her to have friends. I kind of feel like it's Susie, but I'm scared. I don't want it to be. Because yeah. I feel like the the um, ancestor ghost is really affecting Susie's like mindset. Yeah. And I think it's good in some ways because I did not like how Susie was like, oh, my dad is on the farm and he won't let me outside. And I was like, oh, what yeah. the fuck? Like, get outside, girl. Like, what? It seems like she's easily influenced. Yes. So, so. I think that it might be her... Because I feel like Roz is really strong, but who knows? Yeah, well, I feel like Roz with the visions is not going to turn. She's going to like be like integral to like Sabrina, but also she could have a vision that's like bad, and she could be like, "Oh my god, right, that's right. right, God, it would be so scary to have visions like that." I think I agree. That's Raven Simone. Yeah, I know. Seriously, the yeah. OG. Well, Alana and I recently had a tarot session, we did. and it was so accurate. Uh, tarot's messed up. Oh. It's like everything. I mean, it's definitely like whatever you make of it, but I feel like every time we've done it together, Sam, it's fucked up how it is. It is. I'm always, like, really shook out of my seat. Shook. I'm shook. Yeah. 
It's crazy how the only time I really went to a psychic was I was at a Lady Gaga concert at Roseland when she was closing down Roseland Ballroom on 52nd Street. And I ended up standing next to a psychic. And he ended, he was like, I'm like reading your spirit. And he was like dead on accurate about like where I was in my life. The thing that I kind of throw back at him is he said like next month's going to be a big month for you. And I kept waiting. It was March, I remember. And I was like, oh my God, it's going to be big. Like, something's coming. I was very Tony. I had a few auditions for Tony that month, too. Um, and nothing really happens. Oh. Once I was in Dwayne Reed, and I was in the lipstick aisle. Is this the aura thing? Yeah. Oh, my God. And I was, like, looking at lipsticks, and, like, this woman, like, this middle-aged woman, like, leaning towards Elder, walked near me, and she, like, got near me, and she's like, whoa, backs away. And I'm, like, looking at her, like, what, dude? And she's like, I'm sorry, your aura is just so strong. I'm just trying to find some mascara. I know. So then I took my CoverGirl lipstick and I walked away. But sorry. <laughs> I don't know if that's ever happened. Behind the burka. Behind, behind the burka. Oh, also the soundtrack uh, with Sabrina was awesome. Yes. Yeah, very great. good. Great music. Very good. It was excellent. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited. excited to I like see where it is now. Two. I think it took a little bit of time mm-hmm. to like get in the groove. Yes. And I wasn't anticipating it to take several episodes to do so, but I'm, yeah. I'm happy with where it's at. Me too. Same. And I can't wait to see what's next. Yeah. yeah. Alana, where can we follow you? Oh, IG, Twitter. Yes, what's your what are your handles? My IG is Alana, E-L-A-N-A dot Siegel, S-I-E-G-E-L. And Twitter, I don't even know. But Instagram is all that matters right now. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Follow on IG. You know where to find so if you us? find me on Twitter, bravo, because... I'm funny as fuck. So. Yes. yes. <laughs> Alana is. Her Twitter is like a, a, a Twitter, live journal. I've had a Twitter renaissance lately where I just tweet whatever I'm thinking in that moment. It's, it's pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> Woke dating. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, what an episode it's been, Sam. I know. This was an amazing episode. Yeah, I'm exhausted. Yeah, a journey between a great episode of Riverdale, Andrew, Alana. Sabrina. Uh, yeah. You can follow us at Riverdish. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at RiverdishPod. Email us, RiverdishPod at gmail.com. We love an email. You can follow me at Ryan Bloomquist. At Sam Gold. With two Ds, two Ds. <laughs> as you know. And until then, we'll put a spell on you. Yes.